Welcome back to the Girls Talk Egg podcast. We're here with another supplemental, super exciting episode of Hot Mess Moms and Egg. And uh, we're really excited about this one. Uh, it's Donna Ree, y'all. Uh, so say hi, my southern friend. Hey, Girls Talk Egg. Oh, we're so excited to have you here. I'm glad that you could take time out of your busy schedule wrangling uh, Rob Sharkey and oh. uh, trying to keep him in line. It's like herding cats. But yeah, it's, I it's got, a full-time job. That's what I figured. I don't think you knew what you are getting into when you signed up for that. But we've got Karen here. Say hi, Karen. Hello, hello, hello. That's why I, I keep waiting for you to be like, hi, Karen. And then we have Jen. <laughs> Wrigley says hi, too. Yeah, that's that <laughs> Uh, and we have Jen and, uh, she is queen badass right now. She is like everything that I want to be when I grow up. She's planting soybeans. So whereas for me, where they would never trust me with any sort of equipment, nor should they ever, uh, Jen's out running several thousands of dollars worth of stuff and, uh, trying to talk to us. And we, we are all hot messes without trying to do that. So Jen, Thanks for feeding the world, man. But so tell us, we, we've talked about ourselves. Like everyone knows a little bit about us because apparently they listen to our podcast on occasion when they're feeling sorry for us and want to want to give us some clicks. Um, yeah. Tell us about your your family dynamics, like husband, kids, critters, where you oh. guys work. You know, do you use any type of child care? What kind do you use? You know, just give us the whole big swing you know, there's like 17 questions right there, and I won't make you memorize all of them. I'll let you get started. Tell us about the the man behind the woman, because um, oh, oh, we don't man. hear much about him. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah he's he's um. If you, if I you picture look at Fabio, is he look oh, like Fabio? No, no, not at all. I was like, no. if you, if you um, picture me. And then yeah. go as far on the end of the scale of another human being, and that is the person I decided to marry. And uh, <laughs> You know, I kind of joke after coming up to, we've been dating, if you counted when we dated 10 years now, and I I don't know who else in the world could put up with me because I'm a little um, excited about life. I tend to I call it exuberance. Yeah, exuberance. I I get excited. I have a lot of enthusiasm. And uh, it's funny, even today, a coworker told me, because we're getting ready to move to another house that we've only been in for three years, and a coworker said, does Alan just get exhausted by being around you? And Alan's <laughs> my husband. I'm like, yeah, pr- probably. He's kind of locked in. He's kind of committed. But um, yeah, I think I exhaust him a little bit because he's just laid back and calm and never gets anxious. And, you know, he's just even keel all the time to the point that it's it's a little concerning. That's do you need him tested? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, yeah, it's, you know, worst time, best time, um, always the same. Like when I get exciting news or if he gets exciting news, um, you're not going to be able to tell if it's like good or bad news with him. It sounds like Carl is either angry at the freaking world for no real reason you know like randomly like pissed off and i'm just like what's wrong nothing or he's super calm like super laid back and most of the time he's super calm and super laid back i think i'm like you a lot dinary where it's like woo all the time and carl's like whoa 
Yeah, I listen, exactly. to the, I listen to the I listen to the podcast, and I'm like, yeah, Angie is my uh, spirit animal that I would just have a house with random injured animals that I oh, found yeah. on the side of the road, and my husband would think I'm crazy and wonder what he got into. Yeah. And we're gonna get we're gonna get to that point if I can keep him in one house long enough. If I would quit moving, um, we're gonna get to that point. <laughs> That's okay. Now we- I'm very sad because I'm afraid that Carl might be my spirit animal. <laughs> <laughs> he probably is like he's i wouldn't be the least bit surprised and that's the poor guy right now our fight is about where we're gonna put the bunny because right now he is in the dog cage in the kitchen and that's where he's been since we got him carl's like he needs to go out in the garage and i'm like why it's not night it's not the inside because like the cats will walk up and he puts his nose against the side of the cage and one day he's probably going to die a pretty horrific death at the hands of my dogs but until then i want him to live a nice life so we're we're fighting about that but (laughs) so your your husband puts up with your exuberance and you guys are moving again and all of this good stuff and how is how is how's that like where are you are you moving far away or did you just find another house to, to oh move yeah into it, it's half a mile like what could be more irritating than packing everything up to move oh god half i did that mile. once <laughs> yeah i did that once you could line people too. up and like passed boxes down the street and yeah pretty yeah we could have a conveyor belt to the new house if anybody wants to come yeah That's just <laughs> come on. we can make a human chain why are you moving? What what is let's get into Donnery what makes her click? Like what oh, God. does it have a pool? Is it a bigger bathtub? It just doesn't didn't have a murder in the master bedroom? Like what's uh, the Yeah, we um so we, we live in Raleigh, North Carolina, which is the the capital of, of North Carolina. And I, you know, this loving man that follows my every whim, he we moved here for me to take my job uh, with BASF. And, you know, I picked him up and we used to like the convenience of being close to things, but you don't want to be in the city. Yeah. Um, We both grew up on a farm. His dad was a row crop farmer. My parents, you know, we were in timber and had a hog production. And that's what we were used to. Thousands of acres, go outside, play, don't come back till the sun goes down. Um, So we both, we both work in agriculture and we both have that passion for ag. Um, And you know, I've always been career oriented and chasing my dream of in my mind, I just thought, you know, I'm going to do something big in the world. And when I got the chance to work for BASF, I had to look my husband in the face and be like, let's move to the city. (laughs) And he stared at me. And he's like, how about you commute to the city? And we'll stay right here. Um, and so, yeah, I kind of felt bad. I like, I had just, you know, we were on six acres and bought him a zero turn lawnmower one birthday. So, I mean, think of a man that's like got an F-150 that's got a six inch lift kit and, you know, a, a zero turn mower and we move. He was yeah, like true farm boy. And you're he like, was. he's just a, he's just a good old country boy. That's all he is. And you know, we we came to a place that every road is four lanes and everything's bumper to bumper. And I look at him every day and I apologize. And I'm like, thank you. And he's like, no, no, no. You know, because now he he's the one commuting to work. I don't commute. He commutes. He's in ag lending. He works for farm credit. So, um, yeah, it's just different. And, you know, the funny thing was, I would say what made us tick and want to buy this house is, you know, how how far away can you get from people when you live on a third of an acre? Yeah. And we uh 
We live on kind of a main road, and his truck got plowed into this weekend because it, oh. it was parked on the road. Yeah. So, you know, it's just a better house. It's on a cul-de-sac. We don't feel like we're going to get, you know, ran over if we're out playing with our kids. So that's always a plus. Always makes you feel a little bit better. That bit. I don't know, you guys. I live on a cul-de-sac, and my husband brought home a large, very large tractor with roller behind it last night and parked it on our street. So you just <laughs> never really know what's going to show up on a cul-de-sac either. You, yeah, you never, never know never what know. kind of asshole your neighbor's going to be. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we're going to be that asshole. That's the problem. Scared for the other people. We're going to be those people. Hey, it works. That's why it... Uh, so how'd you guys meet? Like, did you, like, you were both farm farm kids then, right? Yeah. You, you grew up yeah. in the country. Like, how did you meet and decide to, like, fall in love and make babies? Oh, we, um, so I had this planned out, like, my whole life. He just didn't know it. It just sounds super creepy. That um, is awesome. Yeah. So we, uh, we're five years apart, but we grew up uh, about four miles apart. And, you know, Southern Bible Belt, like we went to the same church and our families knew each other. And, you know, when you're like a you're like a 12 year old girl and you just kind of like find this little boy and you have such a big crush on. And like, I just loved him. I thought he was the cutest thing ever. But, you know, like an 18, you know, 17, 18 year old and a 12 year old sounds really, really (laughs) illegal. Um, hey, that kind of well, happened with us too. And I always yes. tell people it took 20 years, but it would have taken 20 years either way because he could have spent the first 20 in prison. Exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. So it was weird. It was like when I was a kid, I just I thought he was the cutest thing, but we never really met until uh, my first job out of college. And as soon as I found out that he worked where I was applying, I called my sister and I was like, You won't believe who works there. Alan Hales works there. And oh, it was yeah. like all these like 12 year old memories. And he he's this guy that just has a baby face. So he looks the same. And um, I'm all excited the first day at work. And I was like, you know, all excited to meet him. And I, he had no clue who I was. And then he's like, oh, I didn't know Pam had a sister. <laughs> I was oh. like, oh, OK. So, I mean, I, I joke. Yeah, it took it took a lifetime. And, and we met each other through our first job. That is hilarious. So he didn't <laughs> yeah. even know you existed, but you were like super yeah. in love. Yeah, that's Aww. weird. I you think know, it's cute. Aww. <laughs> Let's do a noir thing. That's Aww. Aww. Basically, you could be like, I went into egg and I picked my first job just so I could marry him. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so you yeah. guys, so you, you met, fell in love, got married. Did you spend time on the farm then when you first got like what did he or did you are you both you said he's an egg lending so like yeah. how did that how was your first few years then like was were you both what were you up to I guess yeah we you know we both uh we always lived outside of a city we kind of kept our arms length and you know we could easily access the conveniences of life but we wanted to we wanted to have space we didn't want to live right on top of people Um, but as soon as we got married, you know, that's when that five years, five years doesn't feel like anything now. Um, I feel like he's aged me five years I've called up, but when we got married, you know, he was, he was already well in his thirties and he immediately was like, I want to have a baby. I was like, wait, what? (laughs) I'm like, I I was like, I don't even, you know, I think I thought, nah, I'm not saying I wouldn't want to have kids. I just don't know if I want to have a kid. Yeah. And, you know, a year later we had a baby and we, we, you know, we got engaged after six months, so I felt like we were on the fast track to everything in life. Yeah. And, uh, 
Yeah, I. it was one of those things that if anybody looks at us now, we just had another baby seven years later. Um, and just for the audience out there, like it was completely planned. My son was not a mistake. Oh, God. Um, I feel so much older now. Like you, you definitely, you know, whew, you age with that, with your first child, I think. But I just, I was so focused on my career and yeah. I was always, you know, he, after he went into ag lending, I mean, he's had that job for going on 10 years and um, yeah. we've kind of moved around, uh, helping me find my place in ag and, you know, last year it really kind of hit me. Like, what am I waiting for? Like, if I was ever going to have another kid, now's the time. Yeah. And how's your little one? Because you're you're traveling a lot more now. With oh yeah, yeah. I you know I when when Reagan when my daughter was six months old, I, I covered uh, fourteen counties. So I just covered like a region in North Carolina, and I thought I was like, that felt tough. That felt hard. Yeah. Um, that doesn't hold a candle to the travel I do now. I mean, I'm on an airplane every other week and I'm visiting growers. You know, it's a little double-edged sword. It's what I wanted to do. I wanted to help growers on a bigger scale and kind of get out there and see other places and the way ag is in other states. Um, but yeah, it's it's hard now when you're leaving a baby at home, for sure. Yeah, that would be that would be hard. That'd be a tough one. That's But at the same time, you could be like, Mama's getting a bottle of wine in a bathtub, buying a pack yeah, of not, smokes. And yeah, uh, when, I, <laughs> when I when I when I went back to work, I mean, this baby, this, the first one, I mean, she was like, she's the one that tricks every adult into thinking they want more children because she was great. She slept, she was happy, and then this little thing is the devil, and he hates sleeping, and you know. We, you know, two weeks ago, he slept for the first time through the night. So it's kind of funny. My husband and I kind of argue now. I'm like, okay, I got to go. I scheduled a trip because I'm like, I get to sleep all night. I get a hot bath by myself. It's fantastic. Because <laughs> now what do you do? Like, what exactly? I've always kind of wondered what it is that you do. <laughs> I mean, I know that sounds weird because I followed you <laughs> oh, yeah. for so long and I've paid, but I'm like, what is her job? Because I don't know the inner workings of different things that go on and, and, uh, so I was, that's what it is, what, what it is, what is it that you, you know, like, what is your description and, and what is your day to day kind of made up of? Yeah. So I'm in uh marketing communications. So, you know, it is, I always, I always pick on my boss. Like they hired me to um, be the person that communicates for the company and then, they move you to a city and you never step foot in a field and you never see a grower. You know, I do now you see growers, but you know, I'm supposed to talk to an audience that I don't deal with anymore. Like face to face. I don't have a lot of contact with growers unless I kind of you know, make those connections. And, um, yeah, I, I, I go, I plan events and trade shows. Oh, which, that's fun. Yeah, isn't it? I, I don't know. I'm just trying to describe it now. And I'm like, oh, my job does not sound great. No, but. it sounds super fun. I think it sounds <laughs> fun. Because like, you're with like BASF. So you're kind of huh. like a big deal when you roll on the scene. I yeah, you know, it, it's fun. It's interesting because it was a lot different than I used to work for like a conservation district. So like NRCS and federal programs and you know, talking to a grower like that is a lot different than talking to a grower uh, coming from like a big chemical company because you kind of you kind of ask yourself like, what do I bring for the grower? 
And, you know, what do they want to hear? And, you know, here are the things I offer without it sounding like you're overselling something. Um, so it is fun because, like, the events and the trade shows and the, the different communication things we do, um, the best part about dealing with agriculture is you are going to deal with the most honest human beings than any other industry. Yeah. So when it sucks, they're going to tell you it sucks. Yeah. And right you, now it sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. yeah. The, the commodity prices suck or, you know, they're going to want to know this giveaway's bad. Why are you giving me this? I don't understand. Or, you know, it's, I mean, I love my job because to me it's the biggest challenge of every grower wants to know about the same thing, but you have to kind of do it in a different language or every region's going to be different. And so the challenges about communications from such a big company um, it, it, it interests me. Like a lot of things I put on Twitter, I'll ask questions or I'll put polls because you may think, you know, what someone wants, yeah. but when you're talking to such a big audience, like, yeah, I put up some poll about what kind of hat do you like? And it was split a third, a third and a third. And I was like, so all this told me was I'm going to order hats and somebody's going to complain. Yeah. Go with C. That was the one I picked. <laughs> <laughs> so it's fun. It's fun. Yeah, I get to meet people. You know, I met Jen briefly right before Commodity Classic one night. And, you know, I got tangled up with Rob Sharkey. And these are just really some funny. of the fun things that I, I do so in my sorry. job. It's- yeah. No. Yeah. There was only one person that warned me what I was getting into. And I thought they were lying. I was wrong. They were right. <laughs> that Yeah. Right. That's what they told you. They let you know. No. And you still went ahead and did it anyway. <laughs> yeah. He does. He does need a 24 hour sitter. So. But yeah. It is. It, it is he yeah yeah he he's needy he's needy that guy <laughs> just tell him he's pretty and give him a margarita and he'll shut up it's pretty much with a straw with a twisty we all, straw we all love you and here's your margarita that's just it we adore you <laughs> you're you have five stars okay um <laughs> speaking of child care and taking care of man children what kind of child care do you guys use? Like, what do you use? Do you use child care or do you guys trade off? I'm sure with your travel and, and uh, Mr. Momming and, and <laughs> how much fun egg lending is right now. I bet both of you are yeah. running out of the house sometimes just to yeah. to escape kind of deal. To but. get away. Yeah, to yeah. get away a little bit. Yeah. Um. You know, God, this is like, it, it wasn't until, um, if I feel so pretentious talking about it, we had, when we had my daughter... Yeah, you know, I leave when I when I leave and I'm going to another state for three or four days, he covers a territory that's an hour and 20 minutes away just to get to the beginning of his territory. Because once again, for some reason, he loves me and decided to pick (laughs) up and move far, far away. And um, so like, it it wasn't until we had our son that like daycare just wasn't an option. Um, My husband leaves at 6am, if not earlier. And then, you know, sometimes getting home at 6pm is a challenge when I'm gone. And so we actually just recently, two months ago, had a a nanny come live with us. Nice. Which, yeah, it is. That is an experience. And I feel like a really ignorant human being when I talk to her. And she's phenomenal. And she's, you know, she makes me a better mom. And she makes my husband a better dad. And she loves my kids. Yeah. It's awesome. There's nothing pretentious about that. I mean, you have to do... What you can oh, do. Yes. My, yes, my nanny lives with us. That's what we have a little nanny. That's yeah. what, no, I mean, you hey, can't. We would all take one. Don't yeah. be. 
Don't be fooled. Yeah. We would all have one too. That's why, I mean, mine comes in, I realized the other day um, that I spend a, a large chunk of, of my income on her being in here for four hours a day and I love her. Yeah. And I would pay yeah. her more if she needed it. I'd be like, you just tell me if you need a raise because mama's happy when you're happy. It's like how my husband probably feels. Like, do you need oh, anything yeah. else? Mean, a drink? Yeah, I was, you know? Yeah. As a, <laughs> as a parent, as a parent, whether it's daycare or full time or part time, like to basically, I don't know, some nights I feel like I drop my kids off with a stranger just to get away for a little while, but like to trust someone, to trust someone to take care of your children. And when they genuinely care about your children, yeah, I mean, there's nothing you wouldn't spend at some, you know, sometimes. Yeah. No, I I feel the same way if you can. And that's, that is the the big thing for me is we're definitely uh, the, the child care side. And that's what Karen, actually, you were just talking about yours this morning. Right. So for the summer, I do a lot more traveling. And so I, for two, three years in a row, I had a full-time sitter for the summer. And then last year, we kind of pieced together, and it was a little chaotic. And then this year, I was like, okay, let's see how this goes. And I just pieced it together this morning, and I have all but a day and a half filled. And I hate to even talk about it because I don't want to jinx myself, but so far... (laughs) So good, but we're losing three of our babysitters. Three of them graduated from oh. college this month. So I'm like, God, yeah. When you find a good college student, like you, you want them to be successful, but you're like, you know what you need? A minor, right? You should keep going. <laughs> Double major sounds great. Grad school. Yeah. yeah, that's why. Do anything. Just don't leave me. Like there well, are no jobs two, out there. Just two of our going. sitters came came from someone that I can't, I talked to on Twitter and I'm like, why didn't you have a third kid or a fourth kid? Come on. You should have like gotten me through till kindergarten here. Right? That's what was a, your problem? <laughs> why are you so selfish and not having more children? That's why that's what you should have told them. Um, just uh, as an update, we did lose Jen, not forever. Like she's yeah. still around forever in our hearts. She's yeah. She's just in a, a random field in Indiana, probably saying, multiple f words i would imagine so um she'll be tweeting about it in a minute i imagine and we'll be like oh there she is she's okay but she's planting beans and we knew that this would happen eventually is is that there would be times where um she wouldn't be able to to make it but they need to get beans in it's been a rough spring for them in indiana and god knows jen has been (laughs) Feeling the yeah. brunt of that. Yeah. So, so you know, we kind of talk about the type of mom we are. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Karen's an Amazon Prime mom, an Etsy mom. I'm an Etsy mom. Um, yeah. You know, I we had kids later in life. Now, you, you, what kind of, of mom would you say um, you are? Are you Amazon Prime too? Oh, I'm, a, yeah. Who, yes. Yeah. How, how do people not Amazon Prime now? I don't know how they live. I don't either. You're in a big city. You could probably have same day delivery. Oh can't my you? god, I'm so um, jealous. We we just recently got prom now. Yes, we did. Oh man, that's if well, I. Well, I mean, get you have day. to you have to ask yourself when you have a baby on the verge of a breakdown and you need paper towels. Is it worth paying somebody three dollars to bring it to you within an hour? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. I would do even if they're not on the verge of a breakdown. It's still worth it. Oh yeah. <laughs> to not yeah. have to put pants on. And leave the house? I mean, come on now. That's something, in my opinion. Like, I am not a fan of going anywhere and seeing people. The time it would take me to drive there and back, my time's worth more than three bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. My my coworker. And my sanity is, too. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah. My coworker and I, we share an office and um, we always have the conversation of like when you talk about jobs and, you know, oh, I'd like to do this. I'd like to do that. And there's just this, you know, today driving to work, I listened to the tell in the final meet Pete episode that y'all did. Yeah. And uh, Angie summed it up like Amazon's run by unicorns. It is. Because he, <laughs> he and I always talk about like, oh, yeah, our jobs are great. And it's fine. But I don't know if you could get a good job at Amazon. It has to be magical. Can you get a if you can get a discount? Like I'm currently looking at this cart I have in my Amazon deal here. And uh, I have managed to accumulate like 240 bucks worth of stuff because I got to get my bunny a new hutch, right? And uh, (laughs) I've got some hay coming my way and a hay bed for him because he's got to have somewhere to sleep, especially if we are going to move Wait, you got hay off of Amazon? Yeah. I was just thinking. Yeah. You can get anything off from Amazon, man. I get the hay. It comes every week. So his hay, it's Timothy. They should do like a, Amazon should do like a farm to table. (laughs) That's just it. Like, I'm pretty sure you can find beef somewhere in there. But you've really (laughs) got to be careful with Amazon. The other day I ordered a shirt and I was all excited because it's like this romper thing for Colton. Uh -uh. And it says, let's taco about it. And it's a picture of a taco. (laughs) But I got it and it came directly from China. So I'm questioning, you know, but I'm like, you know what? What does the buffer make? Why does the buffer make me feel better? Just because some dude from New Jersey like repackages it and sends it to me. It still comes from China. Like, so maybe it's okay. But I got to wash it and see what happens. I'm a little concerned. But I also got him a play mat that came directly from Japan. And I can tell you this because the alphabet is not in the right order. And there's this, like, happy anime bunny all over it. And, again, I ask myself, you know, like, first-time moms are supposed to be all freaked out about, like, what, parabens or whatever the hell it is now that... (laughs) And I'm just like, you know, I'm pretty sure we grew up in a house that was laden with lead paint for an excessive, you know... No seatbelts, lead paint. I'm fine. For the most part. Drink water and hose... My four-year-old was outside yesterday, put a granola bar on the patio table. Yeah. A couple hours later, I went out to water the flowers, and she found the granola bar and started eating it. It works. It's, there's nothing that spoils in a granola bar. Yeah. I'm right? It's like... If there is... Well, I mean, it was pretty hot yesterday, but I was just like, uh, 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 okay, like whatever. It. Yeah, it wasn't an egg. It could be worse. Like... <laughs> There's so many times, like, that's the one day we were at the IHOP, and I was feeding Colton, like, pancakes and shit off the table, and my mom's like, did you wash that? And I'm like, oh. No. Yeah. They do that after you get done eating, right? Like, and then a day or so later, he kind of got some sniffles, and my mom's like, maybe you should think about, you know, sanitize. And I'm like, you know, as a first-time mom, that's all I'm supposed to think about is, oh, my God. You know, not me. I'm just like, oh, you'll be fine. It'll build immunity. Well, that's, yeah, that's what I was exactly. thinking. Like, so far, like, the difference between the first-time mom and my son, yeah. I mean, he's still surviving and thriving, and I felt like we, we Reagan lived in a bubble. But kind of same thing. We had some friends just had a baby. Their baby's three months older than ours. We go out to eat, and, yeah, they pull out the, the high chair cover, and then they pull out the table cover that sticks to it, and then they put his bib on, and I literally just sat bent in a chair, and he's literally gnawing on the table. Right. And... <laughs> She looks at me. She's like, oh, I have some more placemats if you want one. I was like, yeah, he's not in daycare. He needs some germs. That's he's just good. It. That's how I feel. I'm like, just let him munch on some stuff. It'll be okay. <laughs> he's fine. You know, but I grew up, my mom had a daycare. So maybe that's part of it for me is I'm just like, it's cool. You know, I've, yeah. I've 
been around a lot of kids. You know, I still, I did struggle. You know, we've we've talked about a little bit, like, the anxiety after having the first one of, oh, my God. I remember thinking, I just have to keep him alive to three months and then we'll be okay. You know what I mean? Because they're so fragile when they come home. They're so like fragile. little tiny lumps of human yeah. that... My husband my husband and I looked at ourselves like when we walked out with Reagan. You know, that final day at the hospital and they make sure you put the baby in the car seat correctly. And then they just open the door yeah. and send you on your way. And I'm like... They don't know that we don't know anything about this baby and they're letting us have it. Well, that's what we were in the NICU for the first week with him. And so in the NICU, everything is so heavily managed. Like you're on a two hour schedule. You know, they handle everything. They they let you help. But the nurses are the ones, you know, they're giving the bath and they're doing this and they're doing that. And I remember throughout that week thinking, just let me do it. It's my son. I can take care of him. But then at that moment when they're like, OK, well, we'll see you later. I was like, oh, my God, I don't know what the hell to do. Like, I <laughs> What are you talking about? Like, I cannot be responsible for this tiny person. Look at him. And uh, and so far, so good. But yeah, I, I'm i definitely, you know, and, and so that's what I was wondering, like your first time, because you were much younger, of course, the first yeah. time you experienced the momming thing. Was that a yeah. lot different? Did age change um, yes. your perspective, you think? like? Yeah, you don't, well, first of all, you don't realize how old you get. Like I knew... I knew I felt older, but when that second baby came, I mean, it it felt like a lifetime. And I would, you know, I tell my husband, I was like, God, I just feel old now. And he's like, you know, you're about the same age I was when we had Reagan, (laughs) right? And like, and yeah, I think it's the the age comes with, yeah, once you get them out of that three month window, you realize they're a little tougher than they look. They're not quite as fragile. Um, you don't panic quite as bad. We didn't panic. Like if it's a fever, we know to stay calm for a little bit. We're not calling the doctor at 1130 at night. Yep. And, um, but I, was calling I am a little concerned. First. I feel like if I am going to break one, he's going to be the first one that gets injured. You know, for sure. I talked to a friend of the family or actually I didn't. Carl did. And cause Carl, Carl's doing it all over again. Like when Colton was born, um, mm-hmm. his youngest was, had, is, was just getting ready to turn 22. So he, the poor guy, like, I think when we were dating, we talked about it because I had assumed when we first started dating that we just weren't going to have kids because he was older and, you know, and he's like, well, do you want kids? And I'm like, well, yeah, but it's not really a deal breaker because at that point, you know, I'd struggled when I was first married and didn't think I could have kids and blah, blah, blah. And so I was just like, yeah, yeah, I'm cool. You know, we can do whatever. Like, if we don't have kids, we'll have dogs. It's no big deal. And, uh, and then like, boom, I moved out here and must be something in the water, the nitrates or something. <laughs> Cause it was like two weeks later and I'm like, wow. Okay. Well, you know, we're going to have a kid. And, uh, so uh, yeah, I think he kind of wonders what the hell he got into sometimes where he's like, what was I doing and how old will I be? But he, so he had daughters the first go around and his friend sent to him yesterday, um, you may find that sons are cheaper, but they're a lot harder to keep track of. Yeah, <laughs> I can I can see that. That's so, and that's how I feel with Colton right now is because I he's pretty much hold my bottle and watch this kid, like anything yep. he can do to try to hurt himself. And that's he's not walking yet. And everyone's like, well, aren't you, you know, can't you wait for him to get ready to walk? And I'm like, no, it's good because right now he can, yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, he can cause enough damage on the floor. Like, Karen, you have, you have two girls, correct? Right. 19 months apart. 
Yeah. Ugh. So do you see like a, a big difference in their person? Well, I know they are going to have different personalities, but kind of that What's the comparison. Cause that's what I think about. Like my son's insane. Like right. Reagan was chill and laid back and he's crazy. Yeah. Benton's going to be like, watch this. And he's going to, you know, be like evil Knievel. But did you see like, the difference? In Crystal two- would, she would stand on the table and then she would watch Bubble Guppies standing on one foot on top of her little scoot tractor. Oh, my God. And then one time I found the two of them on their little scoot tractors jumping on the trampoline. Oh, my God. And, uh, yeah. So, Bristol, she's, you know, she's pretty upfront about what she's doing. And so I always know when she's about to do something crazy, whereas Mara's a lot more quieter about it. And, you know, she's the one that I'm afraid. My friend Julie had said to me... Um, She's either going to be a CEO or she's going to be the head of a prison gang. <laughs> and she's three. So, yeah. Um, uh, I could see that. That's, she does take yeah. after her mother, doesn't she? Kind of. Uh, to an extent, yeah. yeah. Mara's more chill, like Chad. Okay. And Bristol is more intense at times, like I am. But then, you know, Mara's got a wild card. <laughs> You just don't know. Yeah, that's, so, yeah. that's, that's, gang. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's Reagan. Reagan's her dad. Calm, even keel. Benton is Alan's twin, but he, yeah. Alan's like, if there's any kid that has my personality, like he's either just happy or pissed off. Like there's no in between. Oh, that's awesome. He's just, he's yeah. just one, one emotion or the other. Colton's the same way. He's pretty laid back. Um, But when he's pissed, he's, there's no doubting it. You know what I mean? Like, there is no... Yeah. He lets you know. He's got this little lip thing that he's had since he came out. Like, literally, they pulled him out of my my body. And he had this little lip hanging out. Like, I'm so sad about this right now. And uh, he still does it. Like, if he's unhappy, like, his little face goes into this frown and his bottom lip sticks straight out. And his little chin quivers. And then he cries. Like, it's a minute-long process. Of, of getting to where he's going to cry. And you know it's coming and you're like, oh, oh, don't do it. And then it's bleh. And so you just kind of go with uh, that. But so I would take that. Though, would you? Because mine are at this stage. Mine are at the stage where they get mad. I don't love you anymore. Oh. I don't oh. love you anymore. I'm going to s- like, oh. sit on him the first time he tells me. I'm going to be like, yes, you do. <laughs> Yeah, but like, I made I'm you. I'm going to show him my C-section <laughs> scar. I'm be like, do you, you see what this is? Do you know they chopped me <laughs> open to get you out? Like, that's why there wasn't even... I couldn't feel my legs for hours after you came out. So, no. Uh, at least you didn't feel the cutting. Yeah, no. Carrie, <laughs> you told me that story, and it's enough to scare me. I'm never having children again, so you can tell well, my Well, here, mother. I thought Donna Reed telling her story about having the second one so many years later was going to be the thing to stop you. Right. <laughs> yeah. A little bit of you both. think you're tired. Thanks. You think you're tired now. You just wait. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So, because my second one was like that too. The first one was a great. She was a horrible pregnancy, but a great baby. So you obviously she wanted a sister. The second one obviously wanted no more siblings because she didn't yeah. sleep through the night till fourteen and a half months. And I'm talking, she was up six to eight times a night for fourteen and a half months. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, thank you. No thanks. That's what. Uh, I yeah. No way. Not. Uh, I can't even imagine because the other night. He ate too much lasagna, like we were celebrating his birthday, and the kid had two servings of lasagna and some cheesecake, and he's like a bottomless pit. Oh my gosh, he is. He's my mom was like, I think he ate more lasagna than me, and I knew we were going to regret it because lasagna, it's you know, it can get your stomach. I had an upset stomach after I ate this, you know, and I was like, 
oh, I ate too much food. And he woke up the same way. Like, it was like, I regret this now. And so we didn't really <laughs> sleep all that well. And at my parents' house anyway, we sleep in a like a full-size bed. And all he wanted was to lay in bed with us. And at home, we have a king-size bed, and it's tight even then, because he's like the ti- world's tiniest bed hog. And so like <laughs> I ended up sleeping in the bottom right corner of the bed, like curled up <laughs> in this tiny little... And I'm like, no one tells you this stuff. No, 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 Before no. You you're never going to sleep like, yeah, you're never going to sleep like sprawled out in a bed ever again, unless you are on vacation without them or traveling. Well, and that's what, and even then, even if he's sleeping in his own bed and he's sleeping just fine, I still wake up panicked at like midnight where he hasn't woke me up crying. So I have to get up and like touch him. And then I Make usually sure wake bleeding. him up. Yeah, it's just a mess. But so most embarrassing mom moment. Uh, what would you say have you experienced in your life that you would say? <laughs> the most embarrassing mom moment oh i mean i've got hmm most embarrassing mom moment it was hard for me that's hard karen walked her kid in a car out of state so it was kind of oh yeah yeah that one (laughs) i mean i don't i feel like hey jen is on the poison control list in three different states come on yeah Yeah, we've got a ways to go (laughs) we're all working on it I can't, I can't think of, well, okay, this wasn't the most embarrassing, but I think that mom moment, and it, it wasn't as much mom as like a parent moment, is um, last summer, um, I was barely pregnant, and the, the yard we have right now isn't flat, like there's some slope on the yard, and I'm cooking, and my husband and Reagan, they're outside running around playing, and you know as soon as you hear, like, they're, they're, they're running fast and a lot. And I don't know at what age you get where your kid's running and you don't just assume they're going to fall on their face and hurt themselves, but we're still not there yet. (laughs) And she, I just hear just screaming, just screaming. And um, I'm like, well, that was the end of that. And then you prepare yourself for the 20 minute, you know, everything's awful because she's so upset. And uh, she comes inside and I look at my husband. I'm like, what happened? And Reagan says, daddy made me fall down. So then I'm annoyed because, you know, I've got to do the healing process of let's stop crying. And I'm just glaring at right? him. And her arm, like right above her wrist, probably an inch above her wrist, is swollen. So, you know, lay down, ice and Tylenol, all that. And um, she's just very upset, just upset. And the next day goes by. She, she goes to bed with an ice pack on her arm. The next day, it's still kind of swollen, not too bad, but like she's moving it. I'm like, you know, wiggle your fingers and do, I don't know, like you become like a makeshift doctor. Yeah. Wiggle your fingers, count to 10. I don't know. I have no idea why. And you just know that you've yeah, seen Yeah, you don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, you, you, can, you have to be fine if you can wiggle your fingers. Right. And by day three, um, she was she was home with the sitter and she was having a sleepover with a little friend and her friends here. And I get home and they're out drawing on the like sidewalk chalk. And she's not using her hand. It was her right hand that she writes with. And I'm like, well, okay. And I just noticed she was really favoring it. So I tell her, I was like, Reagan, come here. And once again, she holds her hand out. And I'm like, oh, wiggle your fingers. And for some reason, I tell her to like turn so I could see her palm. And she takes her hand, her other hand, and turns her arm. Oh. Oh. I'm like, oh, that's not right. That's not good. <laughs> like something's and the whole time, like, you know, also the, the great thing about parenting is your your spouse becomes like your most dependable or your worst right. enemy of like, 
you threw a ball and made Reagan fall and she fell and I think it's sprained. And he's like, she's fine. You know, nothing's wrong. So three days have gone by. We finally take her to like the like urgent care. <laughs> and we're still, as parents, we're still arguing. Oh, we don't need urgent care. I'm like, yes, we do. I think she needs a wrist brace. And uh, while we're having this parent argument, um, because I'm pregnant and have to pee every 12 minutes, I go outside to I leave the room and I uh, ask the woman, uh, oh, where's the restroom? And she's on the phone and she says, well, hold on. We got to see if they can get Reagan a cast. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what now? She's like, her arm's broken in two places. <laughs> oh, oh, man. And like, my heart just dropped. And I walk back inside and I look at my husband and I'm like, um, her arm's broken. Way to go. And his face. Like, yeah. (laughs) Of course, you know, I'm waiting. I don't do it right then. But I was like, oh, I'm going to let you have that. Like, I'm going to I'm going to throw this in your face every opportunity I get. But uh, it was that moment as a parent, too, where I was like, you realize you don't know. And I'm like, I expect a broken bone looks like a bone protruding out of your body. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So we we kicked off the summer. What made me feel better that all parents are the same is we go to this orthopedic doctor and it's Saturday morning. There are three people with toddlers and one woman that clearly had a drunk accident the night before. <laughs> so in that At moment, you weren't her. Right? Yeah. In that moment and other people's kids, like then you're judging other people. I'm like, Oh, her kid's like two. That's horrible. <laughs> At least my kid's six. You know, whatever. So it was like, it wasn't, yeah, you got to like convince yourself that you're allowed to parent. Um, it wasn't like an embarrassing moment, but it was that moment of like, I think I was more concerned with proving to my husband, like, no, I think something's wrong. And three days later, we found out she had broken that arm. So we both felt pretty horrible. And then, of course, you know, that's the kid's favorite story. My parents let me go walk around three days with a broken arm. Yeah, she'll forget about it so. soon enough. Just tell her she dreamt it when yeah. she's like 10. We did not. What are you talking about? Well, I'm pretty sure I had a cast on all summer. What summer are you talking about? That never happened. Just don't take any pictures and you'll be all right. They say crop all the pictures. Exactly. So uh, as we're we're getting, you know, we got just a couple quick questions as we get wrapped up here. Um, First, first one being, you know, you look like you've got your your stuff together. You really do. We are impressed because we don't. Um. What though, you know, how much, what is it that you can tell? Just a second, I'll get this worded right because I had it. Prove to us that you're really a hot Right? Yeah. What, how (laughs) can you tell how much you don't have it together? Like for Karen, it's her car. It's, it's kind of a, right, Karen, if it's, it's disgusting. Yeah. I was going to use the term dumpster on wheels, but I didn't want to offend her. Yeah, pretty much. That's, (laughs) but it's a really nice car, but yeah, it's nasty in the inside. Yeah, that's, (laughs) mine's about the same way. I, mine's my purse, you know, like I carry around pretty much a duffel bag and it's loaded with crap. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. what, uh, what is your like hidden hot mess that you have that you, you may not be right out there, but it's definitely there. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, if it's just clearly like you just become a mess. I mean, I think at one point the bathrooms in my house, I mean, I'm not much. I'm not going to be, I'm not Cinderella. I'm not going to spend days and nights scrubbing the floor. But when you come down to prioritizing what you have time for, I mean, at one point 
the bathrooms in our home got so gross that I was like, I don't even want to live here. Like, I think we just need to sell the house and burn it down to the ground. But, you know, the you go to a big telltale versus like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you, you look at all the things and you Amazon prime and I order groceries online and I, I, I pride myself on look at everything I'm accomplishing and I'm doing great. And then, you know, I ordered my sister, my, my sister, my daughter's basketball pictures, and it has my name on it, not hers. <laughs> and, you know, she's holding them and she's like, why did my pictures say Donnery? <laughs> and I'm like, because mommy is trying to do 25,000 things. And you at know, that moment, you instantly just, regret teaching her to read. Yes, yes. <laughs> and it's just, you know, it's not one culmination, but every day. There's just something, something falls through the cracks and it's work related to like, you just have so much going on with your family and with work that like, you're going to not do something or you're going to screw something up. Especially with travel. Like I was clearly, yeah, with travel. I mean, I clearly was sleep deprived when I thought getting involved with like Rob, Tim and Wendell was a good idea. (laughs) And you just, you make decisions that you feel like as soon as you think to yourself, like, God, I've got it together. Something happens, you know? So yeah, there's not. And one now thing, you have but... to wear the sharky no. um, hall of shame for the next year. That's yeah, exactly. Like one of know. those. So when I get the dogs, if I ever get shamed, shame. shamed out of agriculture, this is going to be because of working with Rob Sharkey for sure. <laughs> That's why. Yeah, I can't argue that. Uh, yeah. Aside from aside from uh, Amazon Prime, or maybe it is Amazon Prime. What's your best mom hack? Oh, best mom hack. Wrigley's got one. Mm-hmm. I don't... Yeah, Wrigley's like, I got one, I best got one. one. I know the answer to this one. Booze. Best best mom hack. Um, yeah, it's a little bit of every... I'm, I'm, I'm real big on, yeah, the, the made-to-order kind of things. Yeah. Etsy, sometimes I'll fall in love with something on Etsy, and then when I look at the shipping price, I'm like, I don't want your handmade something, because I don't want right. to spend $50 to get it here. It's just So... Amazon and I have found the I found this one little store in Raleigh that like when I say on demand this little woman makes casseroles what? and Ooh. you know they're they're refrigerated and like she makes a couple a day and sells them at the store and I'm like this is the the easiest way that I can look like I actually made dinner that's awesome yeah that's yeah. nice that's but your mom hack has to be that living nanny too yeah. come on that, that works is. nice too. That is. That's not a mom hack. That's like a life necessity. That's like, I mean, life changing. Yeah, in that moment, you know, when you ask yourself, like, do you really want someone living with you? And I joked. Um, she, I told some friends, she's phenomenal and she's so sweet and she cares about my children so much. And one night I came home and she had fixed dinner for the whole family. I was the first one home, and I, I immediately text my best friend. I was like, if my house was on fire. And it came down. I got my children out. It came down to Alan and Jessica. Like, Jessica's winning right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, if, it, if it's like Donnery's got to live by herself with the children, like, right now, I kind of know which way we're going. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> you can get a toothbrush if you need to. That's exactly. Uh, all right. Well, uh, we... Wait, we didn't find out where she got her name oh, from. Where yeah, did Donnery yeah, yeah. Karen, That was, oh. like, the one question Karen was like, we need to ask. And here I am. It's just so unusual. Yeah. Oh, I feel like the what it's always. I feel like it should be a more interesting story. But uh, so yeah, I'm the second child. My name's Donnery. They named my sister Pam. <laughs> 
So they decided to go like all out on that second kid. Um, we, I had a very distant relative that I've only met twice in my life um, at random, some family reunion that we hardly ever went to when I was a kid. And um, her name was Donnie Ree. Really? And yeah, which is, you know, that in itself is funny because I hear that name. I'm like, that sounds weird. And so I imagine what people will think when they hear my name. Um, but everyone would call her Donnie for okay. short. And my mom's name is Donna. And she's like, well, I don't want people calling our kid Donnie. Um, I'm just going to combine it with my name. And because she was already Donna, she always made sure that people called me by my full name. It was always Donna Reed. Oh, that's um, funny. But then it's funny because, like, it wasn't until I, I became a full-blown adult and, like, out in the working world, like, I'm always called Donna or I'm called something just completely off the wall. Really? So, I grew yeah, my mom always made it very clear for people to, like, understand my name. And um, I used to, you know, I think when you're, like, third or fourth grade, you really, I really just wanted to be, like, an Ashley, like a Sarah. Like, right. give me something, something, give me something in the in the normal category. But, yeah, now I can't imagine anything else but Donna Reed, You, so. I don't know, like, it's such a unique name, but it definitely fits you. It's one of those things where it's, like... I, maybe it's just because that's how I know you. You know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. know. I was going to be Allison, and now I think about it, and I'm like, I don't know if I'd have been a good Allison. Oh, yeah. I don't think I you was would supposed have. to be Kimberly. Kimberly. Oh, no. Yeah. No. Karen. Karen fits. <laughs> like, that's the weirdest thing sometimes is, is, uh, it is. you know, I don't know how it fits all of a sudden. Like, I remember when we first named Colton. I was like, I don't know if it fits, and now I can't picture him anything other than Colton, except for we call him Fred. Oh, yeah. That's his nickname, is Fred. <laughs> so a lot of people in like the store and stuff think that that's his le- legitimate name, and I'm like, no, we just call him Fred. He's been Fred since he came out. I don't know why, but <laughs> he'll have that. So, well, we definitely appreciate you joining on to the show here, and yeah. uh, I will to, to give the girls talk ag a little, a little, you know, promotion yourself, like. The one thing I love about your podcast, and it's hilarious, I was so excited to be a hot mess mom, is like, those are the stories, like, hearing you three, I'm like, oh, no, these are normal things happening to me. Oh, hell yeah. Like, it's so, it makes you just feel so much better about life. You know? That's what we're here for. If we cannot do anything else, we're here to make you feel better about yourself. feel better about yourself. Or, or make your husbands think, thank God I didn't get stuck with exactly. one of those three. Because that's why I know our husbands every day are like, <laughs> what did we do? Except for maybe Chris Campbell, because Jen's out planting beans right now, working her buddy off. That's right. She blew a hydraulic uh. line, you guys. Cell service was in and out. Oh. Felt like I was just recording oh, the tractor, and then I blew a hydraulic line. Oh. I'm going to tell you what, if I blew a hydraulic line ever, which really, I that sounds like a euphemism more than anything in my experience. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, it's a story from college, but I would just sit down and cry and be like, well, I'm done now. I'm ruined. And so, it, yeah. So that's shout out to Jen for being a kick-ass uh, ag mom and working her butt off right now. And shout out to you for being amazing and traveling and spreading the good word of agriculture and following your dreams. And thank God for your husband and his personality. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's- yeah, we, we love you guys for sure. We love following you on Twitter at uh, tell everyone how to follow you on, on Twitter. 
Oh, Hell's Bells 82. Gotta love it. <laughs> love it. So, Karen, do you have anything you want to add before we wrap it up today? I just wouldn't even know what a hydraulic line was if I blew it. So, <laughs> wouldn't even know what it was if it was underneath my nose. So, on that note, yep. <laughs> we will call it a week. You guys have a good one, and uh, we'll be back next week. Thanks for listening.